All right, welcome to the 2018 NBA Trade Deadline Roundtable Time Special for this edition of NBA Time. Deadline's always a great time of year for NBA fans, but uh, Woj had a particularly good deadline. He was on a roll today. I mean, Shams had his number a bit in the offseason, but this deadline deadline definitely belonged to Woj. But back I mean, on the court, it definitely belonged to Cleveland. That's where we'll start. Starting with, it wasn't their first trade, but Wade, Dwayne Wade going back to Miami. The uh, Miami gives up a top, it's a top 55 protected future second round pick. So it was essentially just way going to Miami. Minimum deal guy. He's been having a pretty good year. Solid vet to go into Miami. They're seventh in the East. He's obviously not pushing the needle for them. But, I mean, he, it's back, back where he belongs. And, and, of course, his contract does expire at the end of the, of the year. So you wonder... Could he retire at the end of this year? I mean, Wade, uh, another thing of note, he was part of that locker room turmoil. But, I mean, with I- with Isaiah Thomas going after Kevin Love. So, I mean, that yeah, definitely is, I would imagine, has something to do with it. You wonder maybe if he wanted to go back to Miami. And they fulfilled that request. But with the addition of Clarkson, it looks like most of Wade's minutes will go to Clarkson. We'll get there a little later. Another, I mean, another trade. Three, I mean, it was three trades within, really, I mean, about half an hour. It's a wild, wild day for Cleveland. Something you don't see, especially with a team who's, I mean, fighting for, I mean, playing for a championship. But that's, I mean, of course, that's that's what you get with LeBron. If LeBron is there, you're playing for a championship. Doesn't matter how big of a mess you got with the rest of the team. Problems inside the locker room, also on the floor. Rodney Hood and George Hill are definitely will. Should address some of the problems they have on the floor. I mean, I, I, I mean, I really like this trade. It was the three, this three-team trade with Sacramento and Utah. I love it for Cleveland. I mean, I, I've always been a big George Hill fan. I mean, super athletic, really good defender, been a really, really good shooter. I mean, obviously defense huge hole for Cleveland, but a guy who could handle the ball like Hill and then play off the ball. Great compliment to, compliment to LeBron. And he's also got, I mean, obviously the size and athleticism that you don't get with Isaiah Thomas. But, I mean, you don't need a guy that's so ball-dominant when you, when you do have LeBron at that point. And that's what he'll get. I think he's a great, going to be a great fit next to LeBron. I mean, he's been really underrated in this league. He's been a really good player for a while now. And then you get Hood, a guy who can create his own shot. Shit, I mean, he's shooting well from three this year. I mean, like, solid defender and another, another good athlete. That's was definitely a trend with Cleveland today. Athletic guys. I mean, Hood was I mean, guy was supposed to really kind of take off this year, take over the void filled by, left by Gordon Hayward leaving to go to Boston. But injuries kind of held him back. I mean, he's he's played I mean, he's, I think he's played under a little under forty games. I've been thirty nine. I mean, really the last two years didn't play a full year last year. I mean, maybe I mean, definitely maybe looking. I mean, a lot of a lot on his shoulders. I mean, really, he's there. He's him and, of course, Donovan Mitchell are there too. Best offensive players. I guess with Mitchell, Hood would maybe a little more expendable. But I think I think better fit for Hood. The guy's going to be able to fill it up, but doesn't want you to be the top guy because when you're with Cleveland with LeBron, of course, they're going to be the top guy. But I think I, think, I like Hood's Hood's fit here. With Cleveland, kind of a three and D guy, but a guy who can also put the ball on the four and make his own create his own shot. And then of course, defensively, I mean, both of them 
I mean, Hill's been one of the best, better defensive point guards in the league. And I think, I mean, that, I mean, Isaiah Thomas for George Hill's spot in that starting point guard role, I think it's one of the, I mean, the, one of the better swaps, you know, from Thomas being one of the, one of the worst probably point guard defenders in the league to Hill. A great jump there for them. Uh, I mean, for Sacramento, they take Joe Johnson and Mont Shumpert and a 2020 uh, Heat second-round pick. Uh, I mean, it, George Hill hasn't had a great year. Of course, they have the Aaron Fox, who they're very high on. I mean, Hill's got $19 million on his deal next year, so they dump him. Give, I mean, pick up uh, Fox's role a bit there. Hill hasn't been that involved in Sacramento. He's not. He's playing, he's playing under 30 minutes. Definitely not a guy who's part of their long-term plans. But I mean, I think it's good to see Hale go get get a chance to compete for a championship, and like I said, a great fit. And they bring in Joe Johnson, who will most likely be bought out, and then they got Shumpert, who's making about eleven million next year. And so they are gonna have to make a move. They now have too many too many players. Reportedly, they're going to waive Papagiannis, who was I mean, he was their thirteenth pick. 13th pick in the 2016 draft. That's just, I mean, not last draft, but the one before that. And that's a, I mean, that's a bad look for the Kings. You know, I mean, maybe he's not worth the uh, that roster spot, but then the fact that they drafted him, I mean, just a year ago, that high, that's a really, a really bad look. Um, Utah, they bring in Crowder, Derek Rose. They, I mean, reportedly going to uh, wave Rose. Yeah, I mean, uh, Hood is... I mean, the guy was restricted free agent next year. I mean, because he's been hurt a lot. I mean, you don't I mean you don't know if you want to invest, you know, restricted free agent money in him. You know, I mean, I mean, there were restricted free agents that didn't get offers, but a lot of them, you know, if you want to get a restricted free agent, their team can match. You gotta get, you gotta pay up. So they they avoid that situation. They bring on Crowder. Who I mean, really friendly contract. He's got two more years after this year in his deal, just around seven million each. And I mean, if they can find a way to revive how he played in Boston, in Utah, this I mean, this could be a good trade. Crowder was obviously really very good in Boston, not quite with Cleveland, but yeah, I mean, this I mean, pretty good, pretty good trade. I think all all around with these three. I mean, and then the this was the first trade they made was the Isaiah Thomas. Shannon Fry and a 2018 first round pick going to LA for Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson. Not a great return for Isaiah Thomas in the in the season. I mean, in the off season before they want they trade Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas, among others. But I mean, Thomas was the big piece of that trade. And I mean, you have one I mean, one day you have Kyrie Irving, next day you got Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson. I mean, not exactly great there, but I mean, getting rid of Isaiah Thomas seemed like a priority with everything that's gone on with them. But I mean, just another getting more athletic. Definitely with this trade, Nance and Clarkson, very athletic. I'm obviously younger as well. Preparing maybe for a future without LeBron. Get a couple of nice young pieces. I'm not. I'm not huge on Clarkson, but I mean, and Nance is all right. Two, two young guys. Cleveland didn't have a ton of assets, so the fact that they do pick up some young guys is nice. You know, you not can't trade nothing for something. But I mean, of course, with Isaiah Thomas 
surprising that they didn't they couldn't get a little more. I mean, a guy who's just one season removed from a year where he averaged almost 30 points a game. I mean, it's kind of surprising that they couldn't get more. But I guess they were ready to move on, and the offers weren't there. I mean, he is a free agent at the end of the year. So that works. That works for the Lakers. I mean, you heard maybe they could buy him out. Um, But, or maybe, I mean, maybe they could resign him. I don't know. But I mean, they but that definitely frees up some space. They get rid of Clarkson's. He's got about um, twenty six million over the next two years. And they definitely want me players in free agency over 2018-2019 free agency. So they dump Clarkson. Both uh both the contracts they bring on expiring, and they grab that Cleveland, which should be a later first round pick. And Cleveland, you know, had the could trade that first round pick. They still have the Brooklyn pick. So, so they still have a, they still have a first round pick. So despite the limited young young assets and potential LeBron departure, they do wind up trading their first round pick. The Brooklyn pick does soften that blow a little bit. I mean, I like what they what the Cavs did. They I mean Wade and Thomas, Isaiah Thomas both part of that going after Kevin Love, part of that, the locker room issues. So they dump those guys. And then on the floor they get they get a lot more athletic. Hood, Hill, uh, Nance, and Clarkson. All really athletic guys. I think they get better defensively. I think they get better shooters. And I really like what Cleveland did today. You know, it's kind of, I mean, they need to do something, but it's still kind of bold shifting that much around. But with all the turmoil, I think definitely not I me mean, not as bold. I guess kind of more necessary for them. Um, so moving on, that was I mean for big stories that that was that was the the big story of the day. Uh, another thing, Alfred Payton goes to Phoenix for a second round pick. A good roll roll the dice for Phoenix. They I mean really don't have a point guard right now. Eulis has been a little underwhelming this year. You know, and um, Peyton is going into restricted free agency at the end of the year. Get him get him on your team. See what he can do. And if and then, it, you know, see what happens in restricted free agency. If he gets a big offer, you can gauge it from what you've seen from him firsthand. So I, I, like, I like this trade for Phoenix. For Orlando, they just get a second-round pick, which is, I mean, that was... I think definitely one of the themes of this de- of this deadline was how teams don't want to move first at all. I mean, a lot of teams offering seconds, but picks are at a premium definitely this year. And maybe a little underwhelming return for Alfred Payton, a guy who was only a lottery pick. And I mean, he showed. I mean, he showed he's capable. He still can't shoot. So Magic saw him for four years. There were I guess there no no chance they were going to match. And they got what they could for him. Another one, Emmanuel Moutier on the move, going to the Knicks. In a three-team trade. Doug McDermott going to Dallas. Devin Harris goes to Denver. You know, and um, so Doug McDermott involved in another trade with Denver. And that was that he was drafted with the Nuggets pick back in 2014. And, uh, I mean, of course, the two picks that Chicago traded to get him 
turn out to be Yusuf Nurkic and Gary Harris. And the Nuggets also walked away with Jokic in the second round in that 2014 draft, which I think is something you don't hear about. That was a phenomenal draft for Denver. It's not quite full circle for McDermott, but the Nuggets were involved in the trade. Uh, Denver and the Knicks will swap second-round draft picks. You know, Knicks, uh, I mean, I don't think they had much of a chance to make the playoffs, but obviously without Porzingis, they have no. They don't really have. They don't really have a chance to make it anyway this year. So you trade McDermott for an um, an interesting young piece in Moutier, who's you know lost minutes. He's played less minutes every year of the three years he's been in the league. So you see what you get in him. They now got Moutier with Neil Aquina, and of course Jared Jackson there. So they got a couple a couple young point guards. They also of course picked up Trey Burke. You know you you grab as many young guys as you can. You see who plays well. And you, and you go forward. That's what you gotta do when you're rebuilding. So not bad. Denver gets Devin Harris, you know, veteran backup point guard for what should be at least one playoff series for them out in the West. Uh, Noah Vonley goes to Chicago. Basically, just gets Trailblazers. The Trailblazers under the tax. I mean, a guy who hasn't been playing, but another. I mean, a guy who's now four years in the league, but he's still just 22. I mean, he hasn't shown a lot, but I mean. He, I mean, I came in just really raw, and I mean, there, he had a lot of hype around his draft. Remember, I mean, the guy with the long wingspan, he had huge hands, rebounder, can shoot. I mean, there's a lot of things teams liked about him, and that was four years ago. He's just 22 years old, and he's still got a few more years, at least three more years before he's in his prime. So the Bulls take a swing at Noah Vonley, and, and you know, you'll see what, you see what happens. I mean, it's... It's crazy, you know, four years now, I mean, you got to shoot free agency, you got to pay this guy. He's just 22 years old, you don't, even, you don't really even know what you have yet in him. So the Bulls taking a chance. There are other moves of the deadline. Greg Monroe signed with Boston earlier today after it was, you know, reportedly agreed, report that they agreed to a, a deal. I mean, I, I like this a lot for the Celtics, you know, passing, rebounding big, I mean, Offense inside in the post, never been a great defender, but you know a big big guy that won't get pushed pushed around inside, and uh, you know it can be. I've seen some guys, you know, some of uh, these slower post guys who can you know lead that lead the second unit a little better. Guys that have you know with the changing league, kind of been forced aside, but I mean if you you can lead the second unit as kind of a slower post guy, you know, teams that need offense off the bench. I've always been a fan of his game. The Celtics really don't lack a lot of muscle inside. They've got a lot, a lot of a lot of big guys, and you need. I mean, you gotta need that muscle to take on LeBron, assuming the Cavs get there. Uh, you've got another Dante Cunningham, uh, Rashad Vaughn swap with Brooklyn and New Orleans. I mean, they Vaughn played the one like one game with Brooklyn after he was traded for Tyler Zeller from Milwaukee. Let's get Cunningham. Another veteran, you know, power forward for them. Sheldon Mack goes from the Wizards to the Hawks. Then we have Luke Babbitt goes back to Miami. Traded for Okara White. Another one, Grizzlies get Bryce Johnson for James Ennis. Bryce Johnson was, of course, at uh, UNC. Still a guy who, I mean, kind of guy so kind of raw. Still pretty young, interesting. For the Grizzlies, James Ennis goes to Detroit. 
They're obviously trying to make a bit of a run, trying to fill out that bench. They, Detroit also picks up Jameer Nelson, who was traded in the Miritich trade just last week. He goes to the Pistons. The Bulls get Willie Reed. You know, a nice, uh, a nice veteran backup. He's going to back up Ish Smith for now, and then when Reggie Jackson gets back, we'll see. But Jameer Nelson back with Stan Van Gundy, who they had, of course, some I mean, some success in Orlando. But Jameer Nelson, nice, you know, veteran backup. I believe Hernan Gomez goes to the Hornets. I mean, see, uh, and the story was that he didn't defend enough, and that kind of, and he got kind of caught in that logjam of bigs that the Knicks have. But yeah, he was I mean, a good offensive player, good rebounder last year. I, I, I like what I saw with him last year, and you hope he gets a chance with the Hornets. Of course, no Tyreek Evans trade after he was held out for at least a week, around maybe a few games that he did not play. They weren't going to play him until the deadline, trying to trade him. Winds up he doesn't get traded, no DeAndre Jordan trade. Kenneth Fareed stays put in Denver. And obviously the Knicks do not find a way to trade Joakim Noah. Another one, uh, Julius Randle, who the Lakers were shopping. They couldn't get first-round pick. As I said before, it was, you know first-round picks, no one wants to give him up this year. Uh, so he'll enter free agency as a Laker. And the Cavs try to get Kemba fairly aggressively. I'm not surprised they didn't. I didn't see any, anything they really had that could get them Kemba. Of course, the Brooklyn pick would have had to be in that trade. So that's it. I mean, it was... And the Cavs made, made this one fun. Not a lot else around the league. Some minor things. Thank you, thank you for listening. This has been NBA Time by Round Table Time. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We have some videos on YouTube, and of course Twitter. So thank you very much for listening. I am Matt Kelm. Have a good night.